You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome in to a Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. I've made it through another week. Been a big week. Uh, been an exciting week. Been a lot to talk about in sports, uh, from uh, Alabama golf to the Iron Bowl to football recruiting. So uh, we'd love to finish it off with you guys. So give us a call, 205-342-9904, if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. Our extra counts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for our show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download that Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand. Pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. So it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice when you're going to build outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Head on down to your local dealer. Go to yellowwood.com to find that. And they always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want to. You got Justin Jones behind the glass. will get you in and out of the show. Um, we will talk a lot of hoops in this show. Uh, Bruce Pearl, Coach Bruce Pearl will join us at 7.30. Look forward to having Coach in. And then actually, uh, Coach Sonny Smith uh, will be with us in the second hour, hopefully. As everything's okay at 8.15. But we'd love to have your phone calls once again, 205-342-9904. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay. Appreciate Bruce being on. This is not a, this is not an interview to find out what happened uh, why they didn't do this? Why they, it's not? It's not that kind of interview with Bruce. It's just talk about college basketball in general and about the league. Uh, you know, the game may be mentioned, but we're not here to try to to coach anybody's team. I think that's important. Nice enough for him to be on after. You know, it'd been pretty easy to be on if you'd won, but not not having not won and being on was, um, I think, very appreciative of Barry and I. Uh, Nick um, went pro yesterday. Nick Dunlap went pro yesterday, as I figured he would. Some people, most people figured that he would, the money involved in the the, the, the no-cut situation. Let me say this to you folks. The pressure is really on him to continue to play well. You think, oh, he's, you know, he's gone pro now, everything's just great. Certainly golf is a, is a daily game. Uh, sometimes you lose it a little bit, uh, a weekly game. And so he, he has a lot of pressure on him. They will not be playing in the Farmers uh, at all, but uh, he's going pro, and congratulations to him. And I know he's going to do great. It was already mentioned that uh, that Arizona got beat last night. I didn't particularly care for Arizona, the way they play. Uh, Oregon State beat them. If you're a ladies fan, uh, South Carolina got by LSU by six, I think 76-70. Both those ladies teams are, are very, very talented, and I'll mention that. ACC is going to the 17 teams, 
And it, it's a little bit awkward for me to know that the ACC has Cal and Stanford and SMU in their league now, but they're going to the 17 teams for their football, which is something you might want to know. Um, South Carolina is getting fined $100,000 for storming the court uh, after beating Kentucky the other night, so that comes down. For those of you who are interested, uh, Alabama has Tennessee, Florida, Auburn, um, Mississippi State, and LSU as their five teams. Uh, we'll talk about that with Bruce, but they have won one and lost one thus far. Won two. They won uh, against Auburn and against Mississippi State. They lost against Tennessee, so I'll talk about that some more as we go through it. We've had six weeks of of uh of uh, basketball, like in one game, Tennessee and Vanderbilt did not play. I'll let you guess on the home and, and visitors' records. Bryce Young um, uh, has a new uh, head football coach. Hopefully, he'll be he'll do a good job for them. Uh, and, uh, he was just mentioned a minute ago. I'm not sure I pronounced his right name right now. I guess it is, but uh, hopefully, he'll get off to a good start. Alabama uh, got Nolan Carter. Uh, who is a four-star edge who had uh, committed to Washington. And uh coach came in and was able to pull him over to Alabama, so that's a good move there. Um, finally, these two things, and I'll close it out, uh, uh, I think at 4 o'clock uh, on uh, Sunday, uh, UAB plays Memphis. Uh, Darby Rich, who played for me at Alabama Strength and Conditioning coach there. I talked to him last night. I'm going to drop by and visit with him before that game. Uh, so that should be a good game in the city. And D'Amico Ryan has been, been named by the Writers Association and the NFL the Coach of the Year. Uh, good honor for him uh, to have gone in and done what he had done, has done and done an excellent job. Those are little things that are not big things, but uh, certainly a big thing to Nick. And uh, we'll Welcome your calls, and you can tell us whatever you wish. Yeah, so Nick, uh, I guess he did sign everything up, and he'll get uh, he'll get started. So, um, sounds like Hunter will be his caddy, I believe. Uh, so, uh, I guess that insurance business, that family insurance business, will have to wait for a little bit. Uh, so, um, it's got to be exciting, though, right? I mean, good luck. Oh, sure. You're getting ready as a 20 year old get to go sure. travel and play the PGA Tour. I mean the the places right. that you go and how professional all that is and, you know, not having to, now I know he spent a ton of time working for well, this, but to be able to get there this fast is pretty amazing to be honest. Yeah, and I think to have a, a, uh, I've had the good fortune of taking a lesson from him, but to have a, to have a caddy that keeps, that does not come in and try to run the show, but gives you advice as to where, where the putt's going to break. Uh, but stays the same after a bogey versus a birdie, uh, and has his head on his shoulders. Is a and, and is a friend of yours that has been with you uh, as you've tried to turn pro. Is a real, real plus. And uh, to have him and to be able to hire him, as Barry's mentioned, is I think a terrific plus for him, and and certainly would give him a lot of help. Yeah, Justin. Don't you think it's funny though that? Uh... I mean, Nick Dunlap a week ago was worried about classes and essay coming up. Maybe he's got a formal in a week or two. But now he's like, oh, I got a job. I got to go to work. Yeah. Now. I got to go play golf. Yeah, so. I mean, it is a job, too, brother. It is it is, it is fun uh, when you succeed, but it is a very, uh, it is a very mental game. 
very, very mental. Yeah, so just look, I don't know what his, if he's, you know, beside his entire schedule, but he'll start at AT&T Pebble Beach, uh, yeah. which is nice. You get to go back out to California. Then the next tournament is the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is always a fun uh, tournament, the one hole where they have everybody around it. Uh, the, 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 I'm sure he'll go there as well. So be kind of a great experience. I'm, I'm jealous. I wish I could go with him uh <laughs> i got to go to pebble one time and play and it was thrilled my lifetime <laughs> yeah. all right let's get to the yellowwood hotline bring tom into the show good morning tom morning barry morning coach how are y'all tom good. did you did you get when uh we had coach on uh what they're going to do about playing at augusta I, like, I, I asked the question for you yeah yeah and i heard you and i appreciate it and it was interesting uh five trips Two in February, two in that's March. Right. That's right. You did listen. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, kind of surprising. They let him go that many times. Uh, I well, I, I tell you, uh, I, I've kind of tracked others through the years, and I didn't know exactly how they uh, did the amateurs, but the pros, you know, they'll go over there and play several days, and uh, uh, and I don't know if they have a different regimen than uh, amateurs or what, but. Yeah, thanks, Coach. That was interesting. And um, I, I, there was a lot of things that Coach Sewell said that was fascinating to me. Uh, his take on Greg Norman was fascinating yeah. to me. I don't know if y'all picked well, up on that or not. Yeah, I, it was. But the most important thing at Augusta, one of, the mo- one of the most important things at Augusta, is to be sure on your second shots that you get the ball below the hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the name of that game over there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I called in this morning, and uh, I wanted to ask y'all, uh, are y'all keeping up with the stuff going on with Arkansas's basketball team? I don't know what's happening there. I, I'm keeping up with it pretty close because I, I, I just, that's just me. I've always done that that way. But uh, what's happened, and I, you, you can fill me in, is that they've taken some kids that they misjudged. Uh, exactly. I think maybe ability-wise and also misjudged them off the court. Uh, I think I'm right in that, but you can correct me if you're I'm wrong. exactly right. No, you're right. Uh, the word is that I'm getting, and uh, this is kind of gossipy. I hope y'all don't mind me doing this. I'd like to know. But, huh? uh, but uh, the game that they, you know, they opened the uh, conference season with Auburn, right? Right. And, and, and Auburn nailed them. I yeah. mean, nailed their rear end to the cross over there on their home court. And uh, Musselman went off on the team in public. And uh, a guy that uh, does uh, sideline reporting for Ole Miss, he put it out that uh, that the players kind of took the attitude, said, okay, if you're going to throw us under the bus in public, guess what? We'll show you who will quit. And uh, he went to the game uh, the other night against Ole Miss, and yeah. somebody asked him, said, uh, how about evaluating uh, Arkansas? He said, well, they ain't got a point guard, and, and they can't rebound. They won't play defense, and they can't shoot it. And I'm telling you, things are fixing to get worse before they get better over there. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've never seen anything like that. You know, he, as I said, I coached against his daddy. And he, he's one of these guys that, that Arkansas was really excited about because he's done pretty well. But to 
to make the mistakes that they have made. Uh, whatever happened, whatever you say happened, I'm sure happened. Uh, the players turned on him, I guess, a little bit because it was so public. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of that's kind of been the theme for the last two or three weeks is uh, that he has not managed. But you you've got it exactly right. He said the same thing you did. He said they did not evaluate very well in the transfer portal, and they have not been able to get them to play together once they got there. Yeah, they're uh, they're struggling. Uh, you know, I talked about somebody being bad, somebody being good, better than we thought, and, and that somebody is South Carolina, and somebody being bad is worse than we thought. Well, you and know, that somebody is Arkansas. That that that's funny how how this season now Arkansas and South Carolina have traded places according to the preseason prediction. Yeah, probably. <laughs> isn't that yeah. weird? Isn't it weird yeah. how it works sometimes? Yeah, very crazy. Anyway, Basketball's I thought you might. Be I thought y'all might be interested in that, and uh, and I wanted to tell you thank you for uh, for Coach Sewell. What a great interview it was! Very enlightening. I enjoyed it. Uh, he's he's an easy interview and uh, very interesting, uh, but uh, you can tell he really cares deeply about his kids and the, oh, Alabama, the Alabama program. So, uh, Tom, we've had uh, we've had forty one games. Supposed to have had forty two, but Tennessee and uh, Tennessee and Vanderbilt have not played each other. So we've got forty one games played in six weeks. Uh, can you tell me how many? Can you tell me how many of those forty one games the home team has won? You know, I can't, but I've been listening. I've been listening to your uh, comments about the advantage that the home team has had, and it's interesting when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Thank y'all. All right, uh, we'll get to break here. Uh, let's get Tom. All right, let's get to break here, and then we'll get back and uh, take your phone calls. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Look forward to getting Coach on uh, this morning. They're going to take the bus over to Starkville, Mississippi. And, uh, I think we're practicing, he said, around 10.30 this morning over, uh, at Mississippi State. So, uh, been a little bit of a trip for them, but they had the scout team with them, Dad. So they had some scouting. They, they go with them when they're on a bus. So they yeah, great. had those guys and they put them through all the stuff that Mississippi State's going to do. And, uh, pretty interesting watching those guys work out yesterday. Uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota, go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. Our good friend Justin Troll, David DeSantis, they do an outstanding job. The 2024s are in. He talked yesterday about that Grand Highlander. What a beautiful SUV that is. It's, uh, priced to sell. So swing by there, look at the 2024s, the Ravs, the Highlanders, that Toyota Camry is a hot car over there. You can also, Take care of everything on the website. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. You can look at all the inventory, the new inventory, the used inventory, schedule of service. Swing by there today and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Right now, our traffic picture looks pretty open across the region as we're moving along with no big accidents or breakdowns, no heavy interstate backups to contend with either. If you're traveling Lurling Wallace down from Northport, crossing over the Hugh Thomas Bridge up to Jack Warner Parkway, you're in good shape without any real delays to contend with there. 2059 from Foster's to Cottondale is moving nicely as well. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Despite criticism from the United Nations and liberal U.S. Supreme Court justices, Alabama used pure nitrogen gas last night to execute convicted murderer 58-year-old Kenneth Eugene Smith. It took about 22 minutes from the time the curtain was opened in the execution chamber until Smith was declared dead. Governor Ivey said the execution was justice with the stabbing and beating murder for hire killing of 45-year-old Elizabeth Stinnett in 1988. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news. Don Hartley Town Square, Media Tuscaloosa. Go, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky will stay mostly cloudy today and tonight with occasional showers. The high today, 68. The low tonight, 58. Tomorrow, cloudy showers are likely. Maybe a strong thunderstorm passing through during the day. The high tomorrow at 69 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 55 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. Uh, I know Tom and Dad are pretty neutral, uh, on the new arena. Michael Casagrande, uh, has an article out on AL.com this morning. New arena is overdue, making sense of, making sense of the delay. Isn't that? A ton of information in there, but he talks about Greg Byrne, uh, being courtside and Greg Byrne has on a polo, but it doesn't have the script A. It has the Yay Alabama on there, which is the NIL entity. Uh, and I've heard people say that the coaches said, say, instead of arena, we got to have NIL money, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, it seemed like they could actually do both. Justin was, <laughs> where do you stand on the, I know where dad stands. Uh, well, I don't think he's against the arena, but he hates to see Coleman go with all the memories and all they were. Well, I, I think also, Barry, the other factor, too, is I feel for those people who have followed Alabama basketball but can't afford to go to the new arena. The, the ticket prices are going to be astronomical. The seating is not going to be what they're used to. 
Uh, I think there's some problems there. I, I'm not going to be, get into a discussion or argument about anything, but I, I do feel for them. What's your thoughts on it? You're a younger guy who's been a student, just graduated. Is it? It's time. I think it's time. But what do you think, Justin? Well, I, I'm typically a very nostalgic person, so I feel both sides. I think the history of Coleman Coliseum is incredible, as well as the location. Like the idea that you floated out, Barry. I really liked where it's like build next to it or something like that because it's just so centralized right there next to the Malmore Athletic Facility. Another point is that it's also interesting. I believe there was a story a week or two ago where there was a, um, a board of trustees or something, a meeting was happening, but there was no contracts or anything up on the line. So I'm wondering if the university is debating how they're going to use funds for NIL compared to building a stadium. I I personally think we need a new stadium. I think it's time to get a kind of a refresh, and I, it's a constant battle with students and fans on trying to get them into the arena, and I think that would be a big draw. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I don't know if it's off the table, still on the table. It was a, the site they had talked about was up there by the um, softball field, um, and then it's kind of died, so I, I don't know. I, will, I do like the location of where that one is. I wish you could build right beside it, and then when that one's done – take that one down but uh i don't know it uh seems like it's time but we'll see all right get to the yellowwood hotline and get philip into the show good morning philip morning good morning hey guys i'm really looking forward to your interview with uh with uh, coach pearl that ought to be fascinating uh new arena i think i think they've got to have it um yay alabama i'm seeing that on um i saw that on greg burns uh stuff uh clothes he had on the other night and I'm seeing on some of the uh coaches stuff. I think the boy may have had on a uh pullover the other day with Yay Alabama on it. Yeah, uh I guess they're when they say they picked up a thousand new members when Coach DeBoer came on, uh, so that is that a thousand people that just I mean, is that those people given once? Are they given monthly? Um you know, I guess we don't know. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's both. Uh, I think the mine's recurring. Mine recurs every month. Okay. So, so is, there, is there a is there a certain number? I know, like I heard eighteen dollars is like maybe the lowest where you just give them eighteen dollars a month. Well, um, or, can yes, you, sir. or can you just say, oh, I tell you what, I'm going to give you fifty a month, and it, this fifty a month comes out of your whatever your checking account yep. because T A Alabama. Yeah. I guess I don't know. There's a five dollars for students, and then there's eighteen something, and then there's I think there's a seventy five dollar level, and I'm pretty sure there's a one hundred and fifty dollar level. Um, you know that's specified on that site. Yeah, and it's it's recurring every month. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's just a good donation too, but it's a drop in the bucket really on what they really need, which is millions. Yeah, you know, the, the, do, y'all, do y'all feel good about, I don't know, just putting money in a fund to give these kids that are 18, you know, these kids that are coming, they haven't done anything, and they're going to go out and buy an expensive car that they don't need uh, with astronomical price and a bunch of insurance that they don't need. <laughs> that, it just, I don't know. Not, not, I don't hey, know. hey, not to mention the tax bill we're going to get next year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like the guy going to Texas and 
I don't know whether he did or not, leasing a Lamborghini and then buying a Bronco. Is that is that what we want to do? Give money for these kids to just go blow it on stuff like that? I, I personally don't care for it, but I'm a different era than those guys, and and uh, so that that speaking for me, I I personally don't like it, but I'm not I'm not thirty five anymore. One of the problems that comes with this. We had a kid at South Carolina that got drafted. Uh, he was first round draft pick in the NBA and he was very immature. And he got a guaranteed contract. He was making over a million a year. Well, it opens up so many credit lines for these kids. So they go and they get all these different things. And then obviously this stuff has to be paid back. And then he gets cut like two years into it, but he has all these credit lines that were opened up and he literally loses everything, uh, because you know, the banks will give you loans when you're making millions of dollars, but if you don't know how to handle it, it, it gets these kids in, in tough situations that people don't think about, Philip. No doubt. No doubt about it. And it's, and you need to have some pretty good advisors and some good family uh, support that you can count on that give you good advice. And I don't know if everybody's in that situation there. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. It's, um, it's something's got to change. Uh, whether <clears throat> we'll see how they do it. Um, I don't know, Dad. Any com- any comments on this, Dad? No, I don't. I don't have any comments. <laughs> no, I think the arena's got a guy. Yeah, that's a green light, in my opinion. But uh, you know, that's that's a lot of money. But I think it's something that's needed. Yeah. Thank you, Philip. Y'all have a great weekend. All right, you too. All right, we'll go ahead and take this break. We'll try to get Coach in. Uh, Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easier. They'll come right to you, pick up all your cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road, give them a call today for anything you need. 205-391-0034. You can drop off today and pick up tomorrow. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Townsend Nissan's hey, years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Mr. SEC Tournament, Wimp Sanderson, gives you his Excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome 
back to inside the locker room. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. You're going to build the five-star backyard. There's only one choice. That's Yellowwood. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. I get right to the Yellowwood hotline. We're very fortunate to have Auburn's head basketball coach, Coach Bruce Pearl, join us. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, Bruce. Wimp, Barry, good morning. It's good to be with you, and especially uh, on the Yellowwood Hotline. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the Yellowwood right. Hotline's nice. Uh, very nice. Go ahead, Dad. Um, I want, I'm, I'm not here to really talk about the game and, and, and why do this or why you did that. I, that's not fair, and that, it's not, that I don't really care. Uh, the game, you know, for a guy to be on our show after he got beat is, shows a lot to me. I, I can't, you know, it's easy to be on this show if you'd won, but I want to know about the transfer, just the transfer portal. And I'm not talking about money in there. Uh, the, the transfer portal, you're, you're, you and Alabama both are playing a lot of players. You're playing 10 or 11 players. Uh, and which is probably a little bit more than you normally play. Uh, the transfer portal, I think in some cases for you and maybe for Alabama too, might be, might be okay. Uh, I don't know that I like it particularly. I wish you'd comment to our, our listeners, forget the NIL. I, I know that you leave your team because of playing time and money. I got that. Those are the two factors yeah. that I leave Alabama or Auburn. Talk a little bit about, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on the transfer portal. Well, coach, um, you know, it is what it is, and it's here. And, um, you know, I uh, uh, the idea of transfer is a tough word, um, and it's somewhat misunderstood. Um, I, I would have the opportunity through this great country to transfer um, and, and, and coach at many different places and have a chance to go from being a, 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 a practice player and a manager you know, to to a part-time assistant coach, to an assistant coach, to become a head coach, to to travel around the country and work my way up from a division two to mid-major. To you know, so my point is, what a great country we live in when we have the opportunity um, to uh, to do amazing things and 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 uh, take on a new challenge, take on new jobs, so on and so forth. Um, I, I don't like the idea. If the NCAA is going to adopt this, which they have this year, this you can transfer every year um, and be and be eligible to play immediately. Um, I, I think that a one-time transfer, uh, where you uh, have an opportunity to transfer one time in your in your you know in your four or five years of eligibility, uh, is great. Um, but if you're transferring more than once, uh, and uh, then, then get, but, 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 but when you have to add the NIL piece into it right now. Yeah. You Why? You because do. before, um, if you transfer, let's say twice, uh, it wasn't an issue about, uh, anything, uh, uh, involving the NIL or money. Um, it was about maybe you wanted a different degree. Maybe it was about playing time and role. Maybe that was the case, but now you put it all together every year. Every roster can be re-recruited by yeah. your opponents. I mean, that's just impossible. Well, if you wouldn't have had anybody stick around and play for you a second no. year. No, they have been gone a week. Yeah, it like they were lining up for free ice cream uh, down there to try to get into the compliance office to get their name in the portal. Yeah, I think that's interesting stuff, though, what you're saying. And I think that so many times we don't really 
see through it. I like a, another coach's thought about it rather than myself and Barry's. Uh, we're talking with Coach Bruce Pearl. Uh, Coach, when I was down in Auburn, we talked for a minute, and, and so you said something there that really rang to me. You, you talked about the relationship between the coaches at Alabama and Auburn, and it's not like the fans. And you said, hey, I have an appreciation for what Sonny Smith and Wimp Sanderson did back in the day to build this rivalry. And I know you and uh, Coach Oates uh, go after one another, but you're also friends there. Just kind of talk about... Uh, the rivalry there and, and then what you thought about it when Dad and Sonny were doing it. Yeah, thanks, Barry. You know, there was a time um, in, the, in the state of Alabama um, when the basketball was really good, and that's when Wimp was at Alabama and Sonny was at, at, at Auburn, um, and, and, and it was really good. Coach Bartow was at UAB. Oh, yeah. uh, great respect for great coaches, great men, great leaders, uh, and they had it rolling, and they got great players. And um, you know the SEC championship. Um, yeah, Kentucky was who they were back in the day when they. But you know what? It, it, it also came through the state of Alabama, and what uh, Coach Oates and myself have been able to do over the last four or five years is the SEC championship has had to come through Auburn or Alabama uh, or the state of Alabama over the last four or five years, as 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 uh, we won a couple times and they won a couple times. What makes a, a great rivalry is, is, is when a rivalry is competitive. Um, we have been competitive in, in our rivalry. Uh, Alabama's got the better of us the last couple of years. Um, and, um, you know, so, but the game means more now because it's worth more. Um, and, um, and so we do, we have a good rivalry. As far as the relationship is concerned, um, my, uh, positive comments about Nate Oates is I'm, I'm just, not gonna, you know, uh, uh, spin some propaganda uh, to create some false narrative about the rivalry. I want to beat Alabama. Sure. Let me make that really clear. Sure. I, I, but but I have respect for Coach Oates, his and his program, and and uh, the way the way they play. Uh, they run good stuff, and 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 uh, uh, and, and so that's that. The relationship is one out of out of respect more than anything else. Sure. That. Uh, certainly your home court advantage is unbelievable. Uh, talked about a lot. Uh, you've done a great job of bringing them in, but you've also, you know, got a, a court where they're down close to it. Uh, uh, one of the problems sometimes at Alabama when I was there, it was according to who you played, uh, the Al- Auburns or the Kentuckys. Uh, we, we had great crowds when I was there, so I'm not, I, I was appreciative of that, that we had great crowds, but, uh, um, the arena, uh, I guess has meant a lot to you and, and certainly giving you some, some great feel uh, for, as far as prospects coming in and seeing that, that, uh, that interest, I think really helps you in recruiting, doesn't it? It, well, it does. And it, and it gives a, a great experience for our student athletes. We sell out every game. Uh, we, we have people lining up to come sit, uh, and our students line up for every game because because they all want to come and they can't all get in um and um you know you heard alabama's players even talking about you know boy i wish i had that environment every night and um and you know it does make a difference it elevates the level of their play um and it can bother an opponent um you know we've uh we do have we do have a great home court advantage um at the same time you know uh, our team in the last couple of years has been able to win on the road. We played well in Coleman Coliseum 
probably the last four years and, and won a couple times. Um, just did had, did not win the last two. Uh, Coach, kind of take us behind the scenes. You were telling me yesterday you guys were up till after the Alabama game till two two thirty in the morning uh, watching tape, and then you got to get ready, obviously, to go over to Starkville and play a good uh, Mississippi State team. Uh, when the when the Alabama game's over, what do you guys do as far as reviewing that, and then moving on to the next opponent? Well, Barry, this has been a little bit of a different trip. Normally, what we would do is we bus back to Auburn and go to class for a day and then get on the road and get back to Mississippi State. But, you know, given the fact that we had this trip back-to-back, uh, we we stayed in Tuscaloosa uh, after the game, which we typically don't do. And then, um, and so obviously, you know, uh, I will pretty much watch the game because I've got to see what Mississippi State's going to see because uh, they'll watch the most recent game. What did Alabama do to bother us and, and, and anticipate that Mississippi State will do some of the same things. Um, and then yesterday we came over to your place and practice. Thank you for having us and, uh, allow us to come in, use the gym for a couple hours. So we can kind of go through our Mississippi state scout. And, uh, we're heading out this morning, uh, for Starkville. And, um, like you said, we play, uh, you know, another, a really good, you know, Mississippi state team. The key to either winning the championship or at least being in the top eight or nine teams, uh, uh, of, of, to get to the NCAA tournament is you gotta win at home, you gotta beat the people on the road you're supposed to beat, and you gotta grab a couple that you're not supposed to get. And, uh, you know, I thought the road trip here would be Alabama and Mississippi State. Both those games against both those clubs are gonna be, you know, really, really tough, uh, wins. Uh, like to be in position to be able to win them. Sure. Yeah. Well, I studied the schedule and, I don't know why I keep doing that at my age, but I do. I, <laughs> I study every second. You can tell me the, the, I can, I can tell you that number of wins. And, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I'm sorry, but I do. I just that's just always been me. Um, I can. It's quite unusual. Uh, the record right now, but home versus we played all games but one, uh, and that's Tennessee and Vanderbilt have not played each other. And the record uh, home versus Fishers is 30 and 11. So uh, pretty good. So anyway, anyway, um, looking at the league, I always say that there's six good teams. That, that's me talking, not you. There's six teams a little bit better than the others. In the bottom part of the league or the middle, middle down, there's always going to be somebody that's disappointing, and I'm not asking you. I, I've already said it's Arkansas. And in the top part of the league, there's always uh, somebody that, you know, is is – may be disappointing as well. Um, but um, South Carolina certainly has improved from the bottom to the top, and Georgia has too. Comment a little bit about the league. We're at, we're at 18 games. You've got five teams that play twice. You play twice. Next year, you're going to stay at 18 games, and you're going to play three teams twice. Uh, I'm always interested if I were coaching who I was playing twice. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. But uh, comment a little bit on 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 that for for our listeners. Well, um, I don't love the the, the schedule um, yeah. because there's so much I don't know objectivity and subjectivity as far as yeah. who you play twice. I mean, we'll, yeah. right now we're playing Ole Miss, Georgia, and Alabama twice yeah. uh, every year. Well, right. uh, Alabama's got their program going. Uh, Georgia's improved their program. Uh, Ole Miss has improved their program. Mm-hmm. So. We got a pretty tough schedule when that's the when those are the teams we play uh, uh, twice. Yeah. Um, you know, I 
I think the league is terrific. Um, as you indicated, uh, there are some teams that were in the middle or bottom of our league, like South Carolina or Georgia, um, that have worked their way up. Uh, and uh, you know, LSU is better. Um, and I, I think as a result of of that, Ole Miss is better. Uh, you know, you Florida is better, uh, or they were thought to be pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, it's going to be it, this sucker's not over from a standpoint of no. who's going to the NCAA tournament. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the schedule that you play. I think Tennessee's the best team in the league. I felt that from the from the very beginning, um, and um, uh, you know I think that it, it's still too early to, for me yeah. to know you know who all is next. Is you know is Alabama and Auburn, uh, and uh, you know maybe one or two others in that next group for sure. We'll figure it'll shake its way out uh, for sure. But I do believe the league could get as many as nine teams. Uh, in the NCAA tournament, which would be a record, I think. And, um, you know, um, if you're good enough to win the league, you're good enough to win it all. So, um, you know, I think NRL has had a lot to do with the resurgence of a lot of programs quickly yeah. uh, because you could uh, redo you know, Ole Miss got eight transfers. And uh, nothing wrong with it, but that, well, that's the rules. And uh, the NIL is a factor. Uh, I know what is going on in our league with some of the teams that have really turned their rosters around and having great success because I got to recruit against them, I compete against them, and 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 so I know the challenges that that are that are there. Um, but the but NIL has a lot. like back in the, if Auburn had separated itself, why? Well, great home court advantage, great university that, that have graduated more players in the last ten years in men's basketball than anybody else in the league. More you know guys going to the pros, guys coming in. And developing guys that weren't ranked, weren't McDonald's All Americans, got drafted uh, out of Auburn. We, in other words, those are the factors. The way we play, we won championships. Auburn's a great place to go to school, and people don't want to. We don't have a lot of transfers from Auburn because they love Auburn and they're loyal to Auburn. They want to be Auburn men. They want to be Auburn women. Um, and and so that's how we've been able to recruit and build a competitive program. Now you add NIL into the piece. Well, if I'm going against other schools that don't have all the things I just said we have, but yeah. they got money, yeah. Well, that's the great equalizer. Curious. Yeah, Dad, Dad and Sonny were doing NIL back in the eighties, coach. They just didn't call Sonny it. Was, they, they, they Sonny was, I was. Sonny was, I was. NIL. Then they called it cheating. Uh, so anyway, back alley cheating. So listen to those. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm already in the witness protection program, so I can't comment. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I, I, yeah, I'm sitting there yeah. with, with Bartow there and me trying to get yeah. into Wadley and Bobby Lee hurt. <laughs> no, that wasn't, that wasn't called NIL, but they were doing it back then. So if you want to know how to do it, you can ask those two guys. No, you, no. Uh, Coach, talk a little bit about Coach Saban, uh, just about what he meant to college athletics. What you know, we're losing a a, a great guy in the sport there, and I, I think maybe some of this portal and NIL stuff maybe will run some of these guys out. Maybe he ran Coach K out, but just talk about uh, losing guys like that and uh, what Coach Saban meant to college athletics. No, I mean it's you know uh, to me, you know, it's like. Um, when we lost Coach Die, um, yeah. he was he was Auburn football. Um, you know, he was a, a descendant of Bear Bryant's staff, and and um, and learned from Coach Bryant in so many ways um, about the way to run a program and uh, build a championship. And what a great man Coach Die was. And I think the biggest thing about Coach Saban, I don't know him very well, but I read him a lot, listen to him a lot. 
He's a great man. And, and that's where it starts, that foundation. And then he takes, he takes being a great man and all the things that, you know, that, that come with that, uh, but his faith and his family and, and, and his work ethic and, you know, as a, as a teacher and, and a motivator and a, uh, a leader of, of, of a leader of, of men and uh, communities and programs and, uh, built a dynasty, the greatest dynasty in maybe in the history of college football, uh, at a, at a, at a really difficult time. Um, and he's done it with great, great consistency over a lot of years. And so I'm actually, I'm glad to see him go, because uh, I'm an Auburn coach, you know, and he was really hard to beat. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm also, but I'm also glad to see him go on top. I'm glad to see him go, um, where, you know, he was as good, you know, at the end of his career as he was, you know, at any other time. And, um, you know, so what a, you know, what a, what a contribution he's made. And I'm certain that in some ways, uh, he and his family through their foundation and through their ministry and through their work, um, and through media and things like that, he will be, he will continue to contribute to this community. He'll continue to contribute to the state of Alabama and to our country. And so, uh, I would very much like to meet him, um, more than just at the SEC meeting to, to say hello and things like that. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to meet the man someday and, um, I, done great, unbelievable job. Yeah. I know you, you got to run and uh, we appreciate you being on. Would you uh, straighten out Barry a little bit? He, he criticizes me on my, on doing the Jimmy Rain thing, that banquet thing. And I say the same jokes every time. Oh, and I, and, he, and it hurts my feelings for him to say that. Cause I, <laughs> well, I thought yeah, I did a decent he, job. And I worked for Jimmy for, for a year and then he gets in there and says, I say the same. But could you straighten him out on that, please? Well, here's the deal, Barry. You've been to that banquet. Yeah. Most of the people there are as old as Wim yeah. and Sonny, and they can't remember what he, what he said last Thank you. Year. You're exactly right. right? That's great. Uh, I, I, know, I noticed that Coach Smurl, Pearl is smart. He is sitting by Jimmy during the banquet. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah, so they're sitting by there and... You know, maybe talking NIL or something over there. So that's a good seat. Coach, Stalin's the same, too. Stalin's is close by. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Jimmy Rain's a great man, uh, isn't he, Coach? Does a ton for that banquet's also. I love to hear the kids come back and speak at that banquet. Well, he puts his money where his mouth is, and, uh, and he does it in so many ways. Um, he is built uh, from nothing. Uh, you talk about a man that loves his country. You know, you talk about a man from humble beginnings. An immigrant that came over with nothing is talks about his father and his grandfather, and 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 and, and you know, in some in many ways, he reminds me of Coach Saban uh, because of the foundation of which he's built that business on, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and then and then also, you know, his his generosity yeah. and his support of the communities uh, throughout this. There's not a there's not a bigger sponsor of SEC sports than Yellow Wood. And, and have been for a long, long time. And there's not a better, uh, uh, a person in the, in the state of Alabama who's done more when it comes to philanthropy in the, in the entire state than Jimmy Rain and Yellow Wood. I mean, there are others that have been right there with him, but boy, he's got to be at the top of the list. So yeah. yeah, he's, he's a great friend to have. He's been an unbelievable leader at Auburn. And, um, 
uh, I'm blessed to call him a friend. Yeah. They had claims when he started with them. They only had one plant. Now they got 10 or 12. So he's taking credit for that, Coach. So anyway. <laughs> coach, we appreciate you Thank taking you so time much, to be please. on. You guys have a safe All trip right. over to Starkville and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you when I travel down to Auburn some. I'll be coming down uh-huh. there. Uh, Starting next year, so on a lot. Yeah, you sure will, man. We'll watch. We'll watch the base. We'll watch some baseball together. I look forward to. That. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Okay. Thank right. you. Take yes, care, sir. guys. Here's Coach Bruce Pearl. Uh, so he's a you know, people. I know people say whatever. He's a really kind guy. Like he, he's very. Uh, yesterday he was so respectful to me, which I appreciated. But just everybody there treated him with absolute class. So uh, he, he's a good, good man, and uh, we got. Good basketball going on in the state. Talk about what yep. Bucky's doing at Sanford, what Nate's doing here, what he's doing there. You know, they won championships. Alabama's won championships. I know it's a football state, but the basketball's pretty darn good here as well. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We always hope for the best on the Friday morning drive in particular. And we seem to be getting it, at least so far. If you're making the drive up to T-Town from Hale County along 69, you're moving along at posted speeds with no major problems to get on your way there. A drive on Lurling Wallace up to Jack Warner and 2059 from Foster's to Cottondale. All are moving along at posted speeds. Any backup you encounter will be very minor. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. The Alabama Securities Commission protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. You're careful with your money. Fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA grant number 18-VA-VS-050, the ABA, and this state. 65 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. The sky will stay mostly cloudy today and tonight with occasional showers. The high today 68, the low tonight 58. Tomorrow, cloudy showers are likely. Maybe a strong thunderstorm passing through during the day. The high tomorrow at 69 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide. Local high school sports and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. You know, Auburn, Alabama, they've 
They've kind of started recruiting national. I guess you got Sears on Alabama's roster, uh, but well, I was looking at those Auburn kids yesterday. They they do a really good job in Georgia, uh, but they got kids uh, that point guard they got from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, so they're going outside of the state and, and getting guys. Yeah, they're able to slide into Georgia quite a bit. Always have been, and and there's not been a lot of players in the state of Georgia. And um, you know, when I was doing it. Birmingham was had a lot of players and some that we thought were going to be good, and it turned out to be good. Um, so uh, I don't know the, the numbers now. There are, there, there are several good players in the state. I, I just don't know their names anymore. It was kind of fascinating that uh, you know they have a guy over there, and all the guy does one guy sc- scouts every out of bounds play that the other teams will run in. Case says. They say coach is a you know fanatic on how to defend out of bounds plays. So they spent he spent a ton of time with that guy just on out of bounds. But how much they in depth they go into all these schools go into uh, preparing uh, for their opponents and all these players. Some are just so good they're hard to stop, uh, and you don't realize how big these guys are to you. You know, after coaching high school kids, you get around these guys. These guys are big and athletic kids. Well, it's the only time in the game that. Balls out of bounds, but you got more players on the floor than they do. <laughs> yeah, they do a great job of um, you know switching everything and making it really difficult to get the ball in bounds. But it should be interesting. Alabama goes back down there here in a couple of weeks. I think it's uh, February the seventh, I believe it is. So uh, they'll be out for revenge in that game. But they got, like you said, you got to take care of those other games. So Mississippi State be a big. Big chance for those guys to maybe get a split on the road, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, while you're mentioning that, uh, certainly want to mention that Alabama is uh, playing LSU. They'll be playing LSU twice, and uh, this will be the, the first LSU game. LSU game is uh, it's going to be at seven o'clock on ESPN, and uh, LSU's somewhat improved, gotten a little better, and. Uh, uh, kind of an interesting game. Auburn, of course, scores to stay, as Barry's mentioned. Uh, one of the interesting things to, to see uh, is Kentucky at Arkansas. Uh, we've had some callers talk about that, and Kentucky at Arkansas. And Arkansas is, if they if they completely quit on you, or, or giving up, or uh, you know, or yakety 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 in the dressing room and not caring, you got you got a you lose that in the middle of your conference schedule, boy, you got a long year there. Yeah. All right, we'll take this top of the hour break. Well, the phone line's up, 205-342-9904. We want to thank that man, Yellowwood, and Coach uh, Pearl said it right. He didn't say that because of the NIL money. I mean, he uh, if you're ever around uh, Jimmy Rain, you know uh, what a giving person that he is and a caring person he is. And uh, so, uh, but he does love Auburn, sure, uh, obviously, but... Uh, we appreciate them bringing us the 7 o'clock hour. I always remember it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports.
365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe, too. Alabama's Move Over Law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. What is it? Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Eddie Garcia. News from the NFL, where the Atlanta Falcons have hired Raheem Morris as their next head coach. He was most recently the Rams defensive coordinator, and he does have NFL head coaching experience. He was a head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for three seasons and was once the interim head coach in Atlanta. Carolina Panthers have named Dave Canales as their next head coach. He was the offensive coordinator of the Buccaneers for one season. He has no previous head coaching experience. In the NBA, Celtics beat the Heat in Miami, one 43 to 110 in a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Final. Boston now a league best 35 and 10 on the season. Timberwolves are best in the West at 32 and 13 after a 96-94 win over the Nets. Knicks roll over the defending champion Nuggets 122 to 84. Pacers beat the 76ers 134-122. Lakers bounce the Bulls 141-132. And the Kings get by the Warriors 134-133. College basketball number nine Arizona loses to Oregon State 83 to 80. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Knifer will help us kick off this 8 o'clock hour. Andrew's my Allstate insurance agent. Let him become yours. Out of 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 in Northport. Uh, give Andrew and his staff a call. They'll set you right up. 205-722-9201. Looking for home, life, auto, whatever you need. Andrew and his staff will take great, great care of you. All right, uh, Dad, to start the show, we talked about uh, Nick Dunlap uh, making the, the switch or signing pro. Um, you know, he's had a lot coming at him. He's 
sat down with all the people, and he basically said everybody, he said what made it easier was everybody was kind of saying the same thing. It was pretty much a no-brainer, but he got very emotional uh, talking about uh, leaving his teammates and Coach Sewell and talked about uh, all the things that Coach Sewell had done for him. He said where I was really a uh, he said a little S-H-I-T when I was small and I, <laughs> and I've kind of grown into a man of how much Alabama meant to him. So he's 20 years old, a lot coming at him, uh, here, probably more money than he could ever dream about coming at him as well. But you said there'd be a lot of pressure on him. Uh, why do you say that? Cause he's gonna, when he shows up to, uh, Pebble Beach, uh, the media's gonna want a piece of him, uh, to talk, not, not a bad way, just to talk to him, but why do you say there's a lot of pressure? Well, because the people that don't know him have, haven't really kept up with him that closely until he gets out there and, and plays so well. Uh, a warning to think that that's a one hit wonder. That golf is one of those things that you have a great week where you play terrific and you're really not that, you know, you're good, but, you know, how good are you? Uh, they always want to question you in golf, and they want to criticize you if you have a bad round, uh, and that's very easy to do. And um, and the the fact of the matter is that it that it golf is a mental and physical game. You got to be very very good mentally, uh, physically. You got to have the, you have to have the swing and the abilities and understand it, but you also have to be good mentally to to perform uh, under under the tight circumstances as the second shot to the 18th green was, as the chip was before you, and as the putt was. But that's just the way the media is. They, they look for you as a golfer, uh, and they, they're very quickly disappointed in you because you're not playing the way they thought you, they thought you were going to play because last time you played, you played terrific. So I think the pressure is, is, it is what you make it of yourself, and I hopefully you don't have that. But maybe you're so so well balanced that you don't worry about the pressure. But I think there is, I think there is some some pressure there. Hey, so what is it, Justin? He's he and Tiger Woods, the only two guys that won what the junior amateur and the and, yeah. and the amateur there. So he's in uh, rare. Uh, I don't know how you say that, but uh, what what he's done there already is is amazing. Um, so the opportunity now to kind of learn how to be a pro uh, because the travel and all the different things that come along with it. Now, he's played in tournaments before, but uh, there's a lot coming at him now, so he'll have to get a team around him that he trusts. Um, I'm sure he's got great parents that will handle him. And uh, Coach Sewell said as soon as that putt went in, he knew he lost him. <laughs> when that putt went down, I lost my best player, but obviously he's happy for him. Yeah, there'll be a lot of low scores where he's going to. There's this just a tough golf course, all according to the wind. Uh it's the days that the wind is up. It's the, the most difficult play most difficult deals to play in, not so much as the rain, but the wind. The wind has a real factor and if you have a caddy and and you know what you're doing, uh you know, it, it's the number of the club that you use, you know, using a whatever, you know, Pitching wedge versus a eight iron, you know things like that is is quite emphatic that you that you know what you're doing because there'll be some low scores there and it's going to be interesting to see how he does. I'm anxious for him to do well, of course. 
Yeah, so we'll see, but it'll be, uh, give us somebody to follow, uh, as he, uh, starts his professional career where he can cash the check. If he can make the cut, he'll make a check. So, um, I don't know how they do all that with the travel and, uh, all those different situations. He's got a, I'm sure the PGA tour has people that will help him, uh, kind of get through all that. And, um, but, uh, interesting and fun time for him, uh, yeah, obviously. Sure. Uh, Ryan Fowler had, uh, Ryan Williams on yesterday and we've been, you know, hearing a lot for Coach DeBoer. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was a big recruit for him to show that he could recruit the state. You know, Coach Saban had already convinced this kid to come here when he canceled the Texas visit. I felt like that the Alabama was in good shape to get him. Now, when Coach Saban got Julio Jones, um, that was a big shot in the arm. Of course, the Alabama program had been down for so many years. So there was, really was no pressure on Julio to come in here and perform. Whatever they did was probably going to be better than what they had been doing before. But now this kid's coming in with all the hype of a Julio Jones, but with the pressure of this program's been winning and they're going to want him to be able to produce at a high level. Is there a difference there when you come in and nobody's really expecting anything? Anything you do is great where, uh, when you come in now, they want, uh, and I know a receiver's only one player, but people are going to yeah. put a lot of pressure on this kid yeah. to come in here and perform. Yeah, they, they are, but it's a combination of two, and that's not like golf. You got to do it on your own in golf. But, uh, in, you know, it's got to be the ability to, to run your patterns and, and to, to learn what you are doing with your, with your stuff. You've already got the great speed and the great hands, no doubt about that. And you've got a quarterback who is, is very good. Uh, continues to, I think I would just, my personal opinion, continues to get better. And so I, I would think that, uh, somewhat pressure on him. You know, they'd be looking for him a lot. He'll be double covered a lot. And, and because of his abilities, especially if he gets uh, in those first two games or first two Alabama games, the two games they're going to win pretty handily, probably. And so that, that, uh, you know, give people a great look at him when they get down to game number three, which I think is maybe Georgia. Okay, no, it's not Georgia, Wisconsin. Excuse me, I, I don't have the schedule in front of me. I think it's Wisconsin's third game. Yeah, so uh, by Alabama's, uh, they picked up another commitment yesterday, yeah. correct, uh, Noah, uh, a, a linebacker. Uh, that they got in. So they've kind of stopped the bleeding a little bit now and, uh, they're getting a few more guys in and they had a great freshman class coming in. So we'll see, uh, where this thing leads. I think Coach DeBoer's been on, been out recruiting, uh, everywhere. So they're getting more custom there. He's getting his staff hired. So everything's kind of fallen into place now. I don't think there'll be any more transfers now. There may be some go out after. Uh, the spring game, but, uh, and I'm sure there'll be announcements of when all that's going to start did, here. Coming did, soon. uh, did you have any thoughts at all about, uh, surprises that, uh, they have a thousand people sign up for Yale, Alabama after he was hired? Is there any thoughts in that? I think it's, uh, the newness of it. Uh, I think okay. people kind of, it's almost like when Alabama, this year, like you went to the game kind of excited because you didn't know that they weren't going to win for sure. You weren't sure. And I think this kind of, I think it's something new. And I think these fans are, are excited now. That can turn real fast as we all know if things don't, don't go well. But I think they'll have a, just, I think they're going to have a great crowd for, uh, 
for the spring game uh, out there. Now, whether they can sell it out or not, I don't know. But uh, I think there's a lot of energy uh, around the program. It seems to be even better than I anticipated, to be quite honest with you. Especially after this week. I mean, it seems like Alabama fans this week have just gotten good news after good news. Um, well, I guess Nick Dunlap leaving is kind of bad news. But still, we're happy for him, so it's good news in that way. I'd say if you're going to go to the A-Day game, you might want to get there early because I think, like you said, Barry's going to be packed. Yeah, it's going to be a great crowd. And, um, you know, they, they've built some, they've stopped the bleeding. They've built some positive momentum. Everybody's excited about their staff. Uh, so we'll, we will see. It'll be fun, uh, as they go through in the 12 team playoff. It'll, it'll have so many more teams in it. So the, there'll be so many more games that are, uh, meaningful to try to get into that 12 team, uh, deal there. So hopefully they'll be successful and, and we'll see as we go through this thing. I right, would we'll take well, the break. We'll take the break here and see if we can run down Coach Sonny Smith. You listen, Tide 100.9 see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. So far, the drive on this Friday morning has been problem-free. We've had no big accidents to talk about, no major interstate backups either. Right now, the drive on 69, both directions, between 15th Street and Middle Area Road, checking in at about 12 to 13 minutes, and it's 8 minutes both ways on 2059 between Skyland Boulevard and the I-359 interchange. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA Grant Number 18-VA-VS-050, the ABA, and this station. Alabama Securities Commission protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. You're careful with your money. Fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Years ago, Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. 
It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky will stay mostly cloudy today and tonight with occasional showers. The high today, 68. The low tonight, 58. Tomorrow, cloudy showers are likely. Maybe a strong thunderstorm passing through during the day. The high tomorrow at 69 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Back to inside locker room. Uh, coach will not join us today, Coach Sonny Smith, which uh, is completely understandable. So we'll roll right on. We'll open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Love to have you jump in. We can talk about the arena. Uh, the article in AL.com with Michael Casagrande. Talk about Alabama hoops. Uh, Coach DeBoer, whatever you guys want to talk about. But we'll look at the schedule. SEC schedule this uh, weekend, Dad. You got uh, everybody in action uh, this weekend. The first game will be at 11 a.m. Georgia, who is a surprise team in Florida. Uh, I think both those teams are kind of knocking on the door of the NCAA tournament. So I think this is a big game to, uh, with the head-to-head here. This game is down in Gainesville. Uh, just your thoughts about Georgia. Well, the old coach, Coach White's going back home. Yep. Uh, he left Florida to go to Georgia and uh, – Struggle last year, as we as probably knew he would, taking over uh, that program, and they've gotten a lot better this year. Been able to get some kids that uh, can score. Uh, Florida, I think, um, uh, is better than I thought originally. I had seen them play early in the year and and uh, some non conference games. I wasn't sure about them, but I think they're they're in, they're improved. Alabama does play them twice, uh, so it'll be that'll be an interesting game down there, probably. So. Um, should be a good game, no doubt about it. You got a winless Missouri team. I'm not sure yeah. uh, what they happened. Lost play. They lost some of their their scores from last year. Just yeah. this year. Uh, one of their assistants who's he's been out last couple of years tweeting about everything that he knows. Well, I don't know. He knows. He better learn to recruit a little bit better. But uh, Missouri takes on South Carolina. Who's a, a surprise team knocking yeah. off Kentucky four and two? You talked about the hundred thousand dollar fine for charging the court, but uh, I tell you, if you start winning a little bit, uh, South Carolina fans will they'll get behind you and they will create now a big time environment there. So I look for uh, them to have a great crowd there now. Great crowds there now throughout the year. Obviously, great win by the women's team to go into LSU last night and win. But uh, this is a this is a must game for South Carolina. You can't lose to a zero and six team if you want to have, uh, you know, get to the NCAA tournament. You got to win games like this on Saturday at noon on the SEC Network. Yeah, you, you sure do because the crowd will be there. The crowd will be there based on Kentucky win, and you expect them. You expect them to win again. Uh, your fans, your fans expect you to win again because you know they they know. Missouri's having a struggling year, so it's it's a big game for South Carolina to, to continue with. Uh, Missouri shoots a lot of threes. They've not played well. Lost some of their starters out, and uh, they've not had the kind of year that that uh, you know. And, and the the problem that you have in coaching is you're not stupid as a coach. You know that your team knows that, and uh, you need to be ready to play. As we talked about, you need to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. 
and then occasionally somebody you're not supposed to beat. And this is one of them that you're supposed to beat. Yeah, so we'll see. Keep our eye on that. Then Auburn, and we just talked with Coach Pearl, uh, very talented, uh, team. They're still in the hunt to win, uh, the regular season. And I think their schedule, they even kind of said that it kind of sets up pretty good for those guys. Uh, if they could get this game in Starkville, um, which will be difficult, 230. Um, I'm pulling up Auburn's schedule after that. They got a, uh, some home games. I don't see them losing at home. They got Vanderbilt at home and they were talking about, they have to go to Ole Miss, which will be a little difficult, as bad as they beat Ole Miss. But then they got Alabama at home, at Florida, South Carolina at home, Kentucky, Kentucky at, home. at home, at Georgia, at Tennessee, uh, then finish up with Mississippi State at Missouri, Georgia. So Mississippi State at home. So a doable schedule there. But uh, just your thoughts about them going into start Bull tomorrow. Well, they've got to go in and, and – uh, and not turn the ball over and play play hard. Mississippi State uh, is very, very good defensively. The inside game, the Bell kid didn't play very well the last time, but uh, Tua Tua, whatever his name is, the big kid inside is is good player. And, of course, uh, Auburn's got a good player, too, inside. So, uh, you know, I think it's a, it, it's a game that's winnable for Auburn if they shoot it well. Um, if they don't shoot it well and the defense gets to them, then it's going to be a very close game. Uh, Mississippi State has been very good, very good um, rebounding and very, very good defensively. And and Auburn has uh, did not shoot the basketball very well against Alabama. Alabama has little to do with, some to do with that. But uh, it will just be a fact whether Mississippi State defense can can unthrottle Auburn. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll look at the other games here, but we'll get go down to Gulf Shores and uh, bring our basketball guru Tim in. Good morning, Tim. Hey Tim. Tim, you there? Yep. Yeah. yeah, we got you now. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I, after watching the last two games with Tennessee and Auburn, you know, I'm a, there's a lot of reasons why you win or lose basketball games, but I'm a big believer in uh, whoever controls the tempo of the game is probably going to have the best chance to win. And Tennessee control the tempo of that game. And there wasn't anything Alabama could do to get them out of it. Tennessee showed great discipline on how they guarded the man with the ball, what they did. They didn't let Alabama get them into a racehorse game. And they just beat the crap out of us because they controlled the tempo, in my estimation. Then I watched the Auburn game. And when we were playing fast, we were playing well. When Auburn slowed us down and slowed themselves down, they were kind of in charge. And the game kind of went back and forth twice in who was in control of the tempo of the game. But I, I was just wondering, did you guys notice how every now and then Auburn would slow it down and get in control, and then Alabama was able to get them running with them again and start to attack them, and it would go back into Alabama's favor. Yep, that. Well, I think uh, Alabama got off to that run that uh, jumped them up pretty good, 14, 16 points at the half lead. And then um, Auburn did not contest contest Ryan the way they should have. And uh, he made the four threes, which really, you know, you're playing a game after 10 minutes of threes versus twos. Uh, Auburn was scoring inside with their twos, and Alabama was scoring outside with their threes. So that's what it was with ten ten some on the clock. Uh, 
and um, things continued that way in the first half. And then all of a sudden, whatever they said, whatever, I, I guarantee you he jumped some fannies at the half. Auburn did about contesting, and Ryan's shots were all short. And uh, they got back into the game. Alabama's a really very good. And what you, what you said is correct. Alabama's a very good free throw shooting team. And we forget that, that down the stretch, when you're going one and ones or twos, that you have an opportunity to to make both of them. It's really, and there's a huge difference in that game because right down at the end, that, that game can be tied. But uh, Alabama's, you know, they're good. I'm a little bit. Uh, Apprehensive is how they will do on the road starting those three guards. I, I don't, I, we'll have to wait and see on that. Well, there's one thing I, Auburn was talking about <clears throat> that, uh, between, um, Wright, Sewell, and, um, Riley and Griffin, those guys made, uh, nine threes, uh, <laughs> just to, those two alone. And, you know, they just hadn't, Rylan Griffin had not been shooting the ball well. He goes five of ten from three and right, so goes four of six from three. Uh, so, uh, Alabama lives and dies with that three ball. Their spacing is really good. They shoot it much better at home than they do on the road. Yeah, that, hey, that rightful kid, I'm telling you what, I, I, he's something that I, I like that guy a lot. And on, on defense and on rebounding, uh, Nelson is giving us everything he's gotten a little bit more. He's playing as tough as he can play. But when I watch him play, he looks like a guy to me who's lost his confidence in shooting the ball. Uh, he'll still take it to the hoop and try to score around the hoop, but it's almost like, please don't throw it to me when I'm open for a three because I don't want to shoot it. And how do you get a guy to get his confidence back in shooting the ball? Because if you don't shoot, they ain't going to guard you. Yeah, Dad. Uh, sometimes you don't need to shoot. You're open for a reason. <laughs> but, but, yeah. he, uh, but, didn't, but didn't he come in with the reputation of being a great three-point shooter? Uh, he's talking about Nelson. Nelson. I, yeah. Great, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't follow the stats. But, you know, Coming and playing at this level, he get, gets exposed a little bit where I personally, I think he had a good game, don't get me wrong, but uh, I think he would have been drafted higher if he would have stayed where he was because he had been more successful yeah. and they would have taken him on the unknown. But now he has struggled a little bit. Maybe, maybe he can turn around here in the second half of the season and have a great year and then play himself back into the first round. But we'll see. But you're right, he has yeah. lost his confidence with the jump shot, no doubt. I heard you make that point the other day, and I think you're 100% right. And, hey, one, one other thing I want to say, and I'm going to get out of the way, but uh, y'all got to talking about Coach Tarleton and Coach Pearson the other day, and I was lucky enough that when I was in Tuscaloosa, I got to be pretty close with those guys, and I stayed close with them over the years. And I used to have some great conversations with Coach Tarleton. And, and I was talking to him one time, and I said, Coach, Y'all hold on the press more than anybody I have ever seen. You hold the crap out of people, he said. And you know how he can kind of get that little gleam in his eye and a little impish grin? He said, yeah, and if the officials don't stop us, we're going to beat you real bad. <laughs> but I used to love Coach Talton and Coach Pearson, two great guys. And I, I know Coach Sanderson had a lot of respect for them, and as everybody in Tuscaloosa did, but Hey, Coach, you're not missing any golf weather down here. It's going to be Sunday or Monday before we can play. Tim, how, how, long, how long are you going to be down there, Tim? 
Well, I'm I'm down here until the middle of February. I don't think I'm leaving till. How's his golf game right now, Tim? Terrible. He knows it. Don't start that. Is it, is it terrible? <laughs> Barry, Barry, I showed up the other day, and he beat me to the practice range. He's out there, and he's got this stocking cap on. <laughs> it was cold. It, the, the wind, it was cold, and the wind was blowing 25 oh. to 30 miles an hour. And I looked at him, and I, I said, Coach, I hope they gave you a bowl of soup when they gave you that hat. <laughs> oh, His hair was blowing in the wind. He had too much pride to chase it. <laughs> but this guy that was play, this guy that was going to be playing with us, he lived over in the wind. Of course, the wind was blowing at his place just as bad. And your dad kept saying, no, no, it ain't blowing over here. Everything's good. Everything's good. So when the guy drove up and like to blew him out of the golf cart, the coach, coach says, hey, it just started when you came up. It ain't been blowing until just now. He brought the wind. I got him over there anyway. Anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tim. Right, good Appreciate week. it. Thank you, All Tim. Right. All right, uh, we'll take a break here. Let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, uh, attorneys that can help you if you have an accident and that accident was not necessary. Or somebody comes after you in a a way that uh, uh, they shouldn't have come after you. And you've got a problem, you've got an injury, you've got uh, a lot of things that you, you can't do. Because of that, three four five one two three four Prince Clover and Hayes can do a good job of helping you. We they just will. we just had a um, guy that worked with you walk into the studio that's going to be on with us when he gets back. I'm going to see if you can figure out who it is. Okay, Prince Clover and Hayes three four five one two three four. Take a, take a uh, call them. They'll help you. And uh, if if uh, you need to go by 701 Rice Mine Road. You'll sit down with you, and you'll be glad, glad you did. Prince, Glover, and Hayes. Not one dime out of the pocket, Justin, to sit down with these guys. They'll tell you what it's worth going forward. And if you don't play with me, where? If they don't win, you don't pay. And that's a good lawyer there. You're just a tied 100.9 to see home on Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. 365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe, too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this state. Liberty Mutual. Employment. Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov slash fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? 
Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. Appreciate Coach Bruce Pearl who joined us in the first hour. If you want to go to the podcast center, you can hear Coach Pearl. He had a lot of good things to say about uh, the basketball rivalry, about Coach Oates. And I kind of like what he said about Coach Saban. I thought that was kind of interesting. I was Justin was kind of surprised that... I guess he says he sees him at the conference meetings, but he's never really actually ever gotten to sit down with him. Does that surprise you a little bit, Dad, that uh, Coach Pearl and I guess Coach Saban never really crossed paths? Do they not, those guys don't ever get to spend, I guess football and basketball kind of separated those conference meetings. Yeah, they do. They, they go separate ways. You should see them in the hallway sometimes or in there eating lunch or breakfast, but uh, sometimes you, that doesn't happen that way. So. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, we had just, uh, in town, uh, he texted me a little while ago and I told him to swing on by the studio. Uh, how important were your managers to you, Dad? At, at cool. The... cool. Boy, they were important. I did everything I could for them, try to help them. I, I looked at my managers best I could. I, my managers are humongous. Do you, do you, I know you don't like to rank players. Do you? No. Would you, do you? Would you rank your managers? No, I never rank my managers. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't rank players. I don't rank my managers. All managers are all good. Boy, they were great. They, uh, they, well, this particular manager had to do a lot of your dirty work. Uh, he had to go to Florence and pick up your mother. Uh, and Doug Backer? Yeah, then had to take her back. Uh, so yeah. Justin, funny thing, he would call poor Doug. This is Doug Backus is with us in the studio. And he'd call Doug and say, Doug, this is the worst thing I'm going to have to ever ask you to do. I need you to drive to Florence, pick up my mother, and bring her back. You know, so, Barry. So Doug uh, would do you? it. And then he'd say, Doug, this is the second worst thing I'm going to have to ask you. I need you to take her home. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, uh, uh, while you're saying this, uh, Makes me cry. Uh, today's my mom's mom's birthday. Oh, oh, wow. Yep. Well, Doug could tell you some great Christine Sanderson stories. But yeah, good morning. She was a great, great lady, and my dad died when I was six, and she raised her, raised me. So. There you go. But uh, welcome, Doug. Doug's down in Tuscaloosa. We'll kind of find out what he's doing down here. But uh, Doug is an attorney up in the Decatur area up there. Does a lot ton of work. So good morning, Doug. How are you, sir? I'm I'm doing well. Um, appreciate y'all letting me drop in and talk to you. And coach, appreciate the opportunity really to have met your mother and take uh, highways 43 and 13 up to Florence <laughs> yeah. and picking her pick her up on Tuscaloosa Street yeah. and bring her back and. You know, most everything that she told me, the statute of limitations has passed on it, uh, so we don't have to share those stories no, anymore. No, we don't but, have to. Uh, tell our listeners what you're fixing to do. Uh, yes, I um, have qualified to run for the state school board, um, the District 7 seat for the State Board of Education. Great. I'm living in, in Decatur. Um, uh, District 7 covers uh, Morgan County to Mississippi State Line and Tennessee line down to North Tuscaloosa County and um, representing children and parents and school are very important. I have two children still school age and high school in Decatur. So I'd like to make sure they've got the best environment possible for learning. Uh, talk about your time. We had um, 
Auburn and Coach Pearl came and practiced at our gym yesterday, and uh, good lands the number of people that came in there. Uh, but the, <laughs> they had, you know, the equipment guy, he had everything washed, everything ready. But the managers, they they had all the bags with their balls. Just that, you know, we just talk about your times uh, here at Alabama. And I, Dad was good to his managers. I know he's a. Uh, it seemed like a gruff guy, but he, he was slipping you guys in Bryant Hall, getting you some free meals and scholarships <laughs> sure. and all that uh, there. But uh, talk a little bit about your time here with uh, working for the basketball program. Yes, the managers um, now for the teams, they don't like, they don't know how it was back in the day. I was at the Alabama-Auburn game Wednesday and seeing the six and eight managers behind Auburn's bench and Alabama's cool. bench. But back when um, I came we had in. Two. <laughs> yes, had two. And when I came in in um, 88, uh, there were three. And um, I walked in the door of the Coliseum, was handed a broom, said, go to the equipment room, and started sweeping and put together some 10K and roll it down the hallway to the lower gym. And, um, and it had to be. I mean, it was the first week that I'm on the job. I'm rolling the bucket of 10K, and I'm pushing it instead of pulling it. And that thing tips over. Well, who comes around the corner? <laughs> Alabama coach Wimp Sanderson sees that I've dumped this red 10K down the hallway, the ice, and God, there's nothing to do. And um, fortunately, I guess he was busy on a mission, and he didn't say much about it. But I knew I was probably okay after, well, <laughs> after I see that. So that stupid Doug back is that new man y'all got. He can't even push, a, push the Gatorade down the uh, hall. All right, let's get to the Yellowwood hotline. We got some calls coming in. We'll let Doug... Uh, sit in and help take these calls with us. We'll go out to Texas and get my man Cowboy. What's up, Cowboy? Hey, Cowboy. How you doing, Barry? Was Doug a manager with Joe Corona? He was. Uh, now, Joe Corona, uh, they had to kind of straighten him out. Joe was not as organized as Doug. <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Sure was. He was the, de- he was the Joe- dean of managers. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Joe was really the assistant coach. Well, Joe <laughs> thinks he's the assistant coach. And if you follow him on Twitter or X, he, he is still thinks he's the assistant oh, coach. He's got, Joe's yeah. got all the answers. I love Joe. Uh, he's got yeah, all Joe's the answers. Joe's a good guy. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen him in a, in a long time, but, uh, I, I like Joe. He's a good guy. Yeah. What he's you got, got this morning, Cowboy? Who was that manager you had on your, uh, 82 team? Yogi, was that his name? He used to, he's in Birmingham. Yeah. I used to see him in Birmingham there in Fort first, but I think his name was Yogi. Yeah, Dad, what was, yeah, I remember Yogi. Yeah, Yogi, Yogi, uh, yeah. yeah. I had Yogi I got on blank on his remember phone. Yogi's last name. I know his, know his, know his parents. Yeah. I'll, I'll think of his name. Yeah, he was a good guy too. Yeah. Well, um, the, uh, that was a big coup for Coach DeBoer getting uh, Ryan Williams, but I guess um, they had no choice. They had to figure out a way to get him, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, well, I think, you know, Julian Sayan left and uh, Caleb Downs left. I think some money got freed up, uh, Cowboy. <laughs> they had some that were committed, and a lot of those guys left, so they just kind of shoved it his way is probably what happened. Yeah. But, hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, now, Barry, did I hear you say Bruce Pearl practices through gym? Yeah, we had him on the first hour, Cowboy. What were you doing? Oh, I, I was, I, I was doing something. I could, I, I, when they were here, the first. Probably hour. talking to Bryce. You and Bryce talking? No, I wasn't talking. I was doing some business here. I had to get something 
scheduled to do it. Where is Bryce? Yeah, Bryce hasn't we, called us in a month. Where is Bryce? I don't know. Is he mad? I don't know. I guess he is. Yeah. I don't know. I hadn't, I, I, uh, I hadn't talked to him in a few days. So there you go. I don't know. But uh, the, uh, like the guy I met where I was uh, had to get something scheduled was from Best and played football just for me. So <laughs> it's a small world out here. Yeah, I got um, you. <laughs> but uh, Bruce Pearl, I know Alabama people don't like a lot, don't like him that well. He's probably a pretty good guy, you know. He's a really good guy, down to earth. Uh, he loves hoops. He uh, has a lot of respect, which we talked about. But Sonny and Dad did uh, to kind of lay the foundation how great basketball was back then. And I think it's important to him that he and Nate Oates have brought it back. Bucky's doing a great job there. Andy Kennedy's doing a great job. So the basketball in the state of Alabama is uh, back to what it used to be. Yeah, you know, Bruce um, Pearl, I saw him once. He was a mascot. They said he dressed up as the Boston College Golden Eagle when they played in Tuscaloosa in that 1981 NCAA tournament. I, I was at the game. I just didn't realize I saw him. He, he said he was dressed up as the Boston College I bet he was a good Eagle. mascot. I bet he was energetic. Yeah. Hey, what are you hearing on the uh, Alabama baseball program, New Coast Inc.? Uh, they say he's doing an incredible job. He's got incredible uh, pitching staff over there, so uh, that's a great place to start. So I think I think he's going to do a great job. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I really like that SEC baseball. I mean, so, it's kind of funner now to watch than Major League Baseball with the SEC Network and those weekend series. There's just a lot of excitement. In yeah, they sure are. Good, good brand of baseball. Well, well, very good luck in the game tonight. If you got one or tomorrow, and. Uh, Look forward to seeing your team. Hopefully, to hear about them in the uh, final forty-eight or whatever they call there it. You State Alabama now. There you go. Thank you, cowboy. Thanks, cowboy. Yes, sir. All right, back up to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline. What's up, Digger? Real quick story. Uh-oh. You since you shared a story about um, basketball players uh, mishandling their finances, Shaquille O'Neal signs a million-dollar bonus. To go into the NBA. Right. right there in Baton Rouge off of Airline Highway, he goes to the car dealership and he buys the Mercedes. It was like $175,000. He brings it home. And I, I promise you, this is true because it's been on the radio for like five or six separate times. He brings it home and he shows his mom and dad. And the mother said, Well, where is mom? So he goes back to the dealership in the same car, and he gets another one. Mm. All right? Brings it home. Her in the car. (laughs) Then the daddy said something about it. Mm. He won't. The next day, he goes gets another car. Great day. That million-dollar car. Check, you know, keep in mind they took out the taxes on it and it was like six hundred and fifty thousand left. They have none left. He was bouncing checks within a week. <laughs> the bank called up and said, What did you do with all your money? And they didn't freak out because they knew he had a contract. But he, he blew a million dollar bonus yeah. in, inside seven days. Well, Nick Saban would like that. that. 
Yeah. Well, they yeah. up a lot of credit lines for them, Digger, and they can get their hand. Now, he went, <laughs> he went on and made whatever, and he's invested well. I mean, he's. Exactly. Yeah, but. Uh, but he yeah, owns but, a cruise line now. <laughs> well, he so, does. yeah. Does he? Yeah, he owns a Carnival Cruise Line. Well, call Dad, call, well. call yeah. Dale Brown, see if he can get us a free cruise. Yeah, yeah they, they, but they only let him go just one way. Well, yeah. Real quick, before I get off the phone, Barry, call your mother. Get out the smelling salts for Wimp because I took his advice and I did some research. Uh-oh. Uh, Alabama did, ele- did win 11 championships. Congratulations. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 12 since uh, you won the Southern Conference Championship in 1930 and Wimp was alive then. So we'll give him that one. Uh, but just to check on my Texas Longhorns on how many conference championships... 29. Great, oh, great. my goodness. <laughs> yep. Wimp is going to give me that world-class scowl that he gives on the sideline when there's a foul call. 29. So, yes. That's great. Digger, yeah. uh, I like your coach. Digger, what is Sark's record, <laughs> record against Coach DeBoer before you leave? Oh, wait a minute. Real quick. One more thing. Wait a minute. One more thing. Yeah. One more thing. I checked the overall total wins by the NCAA men's basketball, and and I invite Wimp to look at it because okay. it's pretty fascinating on some of the programs. You got to look at it because some of them you haven't heard in years, and they're up there in the top ten. Yeah, Texas yeah. number one was Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. And Kansas is right behind Kentucky, three games behind. Yeah. What, Kansas what, is about what, to take over Kentucky. What league is Kansas in? Uh, what league is, hey, real quick, what, what league is guess where in? Texas was? <laughs> guess where Texas was? This is where? a shocker. I didn't even know. 13. Yeah. We Ooh. were number 13. And guess where Alabama was? Where? 39. Yeah. Guess who's right behind Alabama? Oklahoma, one game behind. So you're, <laughs> we're right on your tail, buddy. So oh, we're that's football, basketball. The SEC, <laughs> that's basketball. Oh, so when cool. Texas comes in the SEC in July, we'll assume the number two position in basketball. Thank you very much. Cramp. I, I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, Digger didn't tell me Coach Stark's record against Coach DeBoer. It's Owen. <laughs> it's Owen two, right? Owen two. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll take this last break. We'll, we'll maybe get Doug to tell a wimp story. Uh, he ain't got no stories. Oh, on me. I, story. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Doug's actually got a framed jacket of yours in his office. I do. I do. I mean, what is that all about? Put that thing on eBay. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. It's kind of a gloomy morning across T-Town, but no rain, no fog, no ice, so no complaints. And the traffic is winding down nicely as well. All of our major roadways are moving along in good condition. That includes 2059 from Foster's to Cottondale. If you're traveling along McFarland Boulevard from Coker across UA down to the I-20 interchange and the drive across uh, Lurling Wallace as well, all are in good shape. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Townsend Nissan.
Hey. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky will stay mostly cloudy today and tonight with occasional showers. The high today, 68. The low tonight, 58. Tomorrow, cloudy showers are likely. Maybe a strong thunderstorm passing through during the day. The high tomorrow at 69 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 57 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, so we got Doug Backus in the studio with us, Doug, uh, here. He's, uh, Doing some politicking around, but obviously Doug is a good friend of the family's, uh, actually has done all our wheels and all that. So, uh, <laughs> Doug's a great attorney as well. But, uh, Doug, any good, uh, stories on dad that he, you know, that he, something crazy that he did or you got anything, got anything for the listener? So as you, as you mentioned, uh, last segment, um, I had the opportunity to pick up, um, his mother from time to time and then we'd change out cars. Um, for the coaches and had the opportunity to go up to the Shoals and um, get his car. And I left my car in um, his parking spot. Well, my car at the time was a stick and not easily managed. Um, but I didn't find out about it that day. But uh, the reports the next day were that he couldn't, coach couldn't quite figure out how to put it in reverse. And, um, so going forward is an option as well. And, uh, just took it straight up on the curb and down the sidewalk a little bit and then out onto Bryant Drive. And, um, um, that, that got him on the way, way home. But, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't talk about my car being a stick and how difficult it was to, to manage. So that was, uh, Oh, that's ridiculous. Sure, surely I didn't do that. You probably tore up his tires. That uh, was fine. The Champions Plaza um, <laughs> is there now, and that sort of commemorates where that, where that occurred. So that was uh, the, that was a, a nice event. 
Well, uh-huh. uh, Doug was great. He did a great job for me. Well, I appreciate Coach um, so much of um, uh, the things that um, uh, you allowed us as managers to do. Relationships were formed, allowed us to um, take it to the next level, be successful and yeah. in business. Um, after graduating from undergraduate, I was um, blessed to be able to make it into law school and a lot of the um, supporters that were met, um, assisted in making that happen and then grow into my legal career and for the relationships with players and managers and, and coaches. Um, Joe Corona was mentioned. We talked yesterday. You see him at games. Uh, David Hewitt was the manager. See him regularly. Uh, players there that were our, were our time. Uh, James Robinson and Robert Oregon talked to them from time to time. So, it was, um, you know, more of the team was a family that was formed there, and that yep. continues on today. Right. Justin, sure you don't know this, but those guys lived in the Coliseum. Uh, so they had a room in the Coliseum. So the managers, poor souls, they lived there. Uh, that's where they lived. So. <laughs> Did you live with Joe in there? Uh, no. Joe was uh, out by the time I was in there. I was with the trainer, and then Keegis was across uh, the, the hallway. Just, and Yeah, Keegis did yellow car. I always had a flat tire. Uh, so they lived in there, so at night they would set up putt-putt deals where they'd play putt-putt all around the concourse, and they'd go out and play wiffle ball in their arena and climb up there and turn the lights on and play wiffle ball. So, <laughs> like, if you if you walked in one door, you'd go to the locker room, and then if you walked in another, you'd go into someone's bedroom. Yeah, that's right. Basically, you walk yeah. in that side door, my all room right. was off to the left, <laughs> Key just was off to the right. That room, his room still exists as a manager hanging out. Uh, the room I was in is part of the office for the uh, weight room now. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, a lot of great stories. Yeah, that's uh, something definitely the statute of limitations has run on was going in the uh, Coliseum and uh, playing wiffle ball. The football managers, they were always better than the basketball managers were. And I think runs. there was one little... I probably shouldn't save this. There was one little dead time there where Spreewell needed somewhere to live for a little while. So I think Spreewell actually lived in there. Oh, sure. Spreewell <laughs> stayed in there, yeah. It probably wasn't 100% legal, but... He uh, had somewhere to put his head down, right? He shot it better as a senior after staying in there. <laughs> he lived there. Well, he, he really, uh, between his junior year and senior year, he lived in the lower gym. And his game improved quite a bit with the amount of shooting that he was doing there. So... Living there um, helped uh, increase his shot, better shot, I think. All right. So, so when somebody says uh, you, you, he's always on the court, he's always practicing. He was really always He's mad because he didn't get the NIO money. Well, he said he lived at the Coliseum. <laughs> he really did uh, live at the Coliseum. <laughs> he so. didn't get the NIO money. He's mad. All right, Doug. When is the state school board election? Uh, March 5th is the uh, primary, and then the general election would be in November. So March 5th, just a little over a month away. Okay, vote for Doug Backus. I'm going to help you, Doug. Thanks, All right, uh, yeah, he's, he needs a check. All right. All right. Him a check. All right, uh, that's it for today's show. We'll get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris. Where is Gary? Make way for the Gary Harris show. Gary's in ready to roll. Then at 11. Gary is actually out today. The Gary's out today. Okay. Are you doing Gary's show today? We're going to do a uh, rerun of interviews. I thought you were going to say best of. Gary ain't got no best of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Gary's my guy. Alright, uh, that's it for today's show. So keep it locked in the Tide 100.9 all day long. Alabama LSU tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Should be a great crowd over there. We'll break it down for you. On Monday, Auburn travels over to Mississippi State tomorrow at 2.30. So, great basketball. Tonight, 
Uh, Hillcrest travels over to Northridge. Uh, be a great game over there. And then Central will be over at Paul Bryant. And I don't know who else is playing in high school, but I do know those four. All right, you're listening to Tide 100.9. Let's see home of Battle Sports. Have a great weekend, everybody. Oh, 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 o